0: What is going on ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Threadneedle Podcast. This is episode 11. I am your host, Jared Kelly. I'm also brought by my side, my co-host, Sean Bruner. So opening it up, I hope you guys are having a lovely day. I know it's warm out here in Jersey. Uh, It's warm in Philly too, you know, up in the 70s and it's going to be the 70s. in, in this week um so prepare for that great weather I, I hope you guys are having a fantastic day so opening things up Sean I just kind of wanted to shift some focus over to the 76ers so Sean give me your takes give me what you're feeling uh you know just the presence of Joel Embiid I know we're going to talk later in the show about that MVP uh you know snubbing Embiid but we're going to talk about that later but yeah g- give me your insights on how you're feeling about the Sixers
1: This goes to show you how important Joel Embiid is to the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, they were a completely different team in these two games at home. I get that it was at home, but these were the two games. They did their job. They won these two games. Yeah. And they're going back to Miami tonight, a big game tonight. I believe that the 76ers can take this win tonight, come home game six, and close it out and advance to the Eastern Conference Finals, I'm
0: hoping. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Sean. And I think Embiid is going to come out for vengeance because he's mad with that mm, MVP. So for sure. he's going to take it out on the whole Miami team. So I I, I, I kind of want to talk a little about uh, Miami. So obviously Jimmy Butler having a huge impact in the playoffs. He's been doing his thing, dropped 40, right? He had a 40-piece. 40 40-piece. 40 yeah. uh, you know, if I'm Eric Sposter, he's a great coach, phenomenal coach, man. And they really, they really deep down with defense. Like, that's, that's their biggest impact. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Eric Sposter preaches that. But the thing is, if I'm Eric Sposter, i really got to take into consideration, because this Miami Heat is such a deep team, obviously, you know, hey, it might be a little biased, but obviously I'm leaning towards Sixers on this one, you know, where we're leaning. But, you know, if I'm Eric Sposter with the Miami Heat, I really got to take into consideration, because the team is so deep, that Duncan Robinson is on the bench. He was playing a little bit garbage time, and I think it was like game two or something. Mm-hmm. And you know, you really need some more offense, because with Embiid's presence now, like, the defense is locked, and I just wanted to shed some light over to Danny Green, he has been huge in the playoffs, man, and I love the fact, I don't know if you saw this, I'm sure you did, Sean, because you were watching the game, but after Danny Green hit that N-1-3, Doc Rivers helped him up, man, mm-hmm. and you know that's like you something mm-hmm. when your coach is helping you up, dude, but, uh, yeah, I love i love what the Sixers are doing, but, if I'm Miami, if I'm Eric Sposter, I really got to take into consideration that they might need more offense, man. And I know Duncan Robinson's a defensive uh, liability on the court. That's why they've been putting in shoes, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, Duncan Robinson, I mean, he can knock down threes, and that's what you're going to need against this Philadelphia team because, you know, you got the fear of the beard coming back and showing his Houston James Harden spurts, man. I, I mean, I love it. He's showing a glimpse of his offensive power, and I love James Harden stepping up, man.
1: Yeah, and Coach Spout does have to take into consideration at some point. They shot seven for 30 from three in game three. Yeah, seven for, for 30 35. Seven for 35 in game four. Yep. I mean, they're going to need Duncan Robinson out there for offense. I mean, Max Schroes isn't getting it done for you. I mean, he's getting it done for you kind of defensively. Defensively. Not, yeah. Not really offensively. He disappeared the last two games. And it seems like everybody on Miami has disappeared the last two games. That's true. Ever since they left home in Miami, besides Jimmy Butler. I mean, Tyler Hero, he's even been off, too. Bam, yeah, kind of been off, Bam yeah. is lost on the island out there with Embiid. He has no idea what to do. <laughs> I mean, so they have to take into consideration putting Duncan Robinson in the rotation. They need some threes. Maybe they'll do it tonight. You never know. Maybe they're listening to the media. I don't know. I mean, Eric Spoelstra does have to take into consideration, though.
0: Yeah, he really does. And, you know, I think just with Bam out of bio, he's struggling down the paint because you have Joel Embiid's presence on the court now. You know what I mean? He was able to baby Paul Reed. You know, Paul Reed was playing a good job. But, you know, obviously, like, we were going back and forth. We had a conversation about DeAndre Jordan. When he came in, he kind of struggled. You know what I mean? And I didn't think he was going to struggle because, you know, he brings that experience in. He's kind of on an older side. So, yeah, he brings that veteran leadership in. So, I thought DeAndre Jordan was going to get the job done. But, obviously, Paul Reed, the young springs, you know, he's younger – He was doing an okay job, but, you know, it it can't compare to Embiid. So, just having Embiid's presence, man, it's a change of the series now. 2-2. I think we're going to take it in six, man.
1: Yeah, it changes the whole entire defense. Like, their defense is a complete different defense when Embiid is out there. Yeah. Like, he's like that leader of that defense. So, him being out there is such a huge part of the reason why the Sixers are winning. And Paul Reed, he's been doing a great job, better than DeAndre Jordan. But it seems like any time that Embiid's not on the floor, they kind of disappear on defense. Yeah, they kind of disappear. Inside, they disappear on the offensive rebound. I mean, they disappear on everything. So having Joel Embiid out there is the biggest reason why the Sixers are having so much success these last two games. And James Harden, what a game from him the other day. Bringing back your point. What a game from him. That was Houston James Harden right there. That was Houston James Harden right there, man.
0: Fear the beard. He's coming back, dude. He's stepping up. I love the energy he was playing with. You know, he, he showed he was getting so hyped, man. Flexing. I,
1: hope, I hope this brings his confidence
0: back. Uh, it I will, man. It, it, yeah, it's going to spark some light up in that this up, is the up in James that Harden. man. This is the James
1: Harden I've been waiting for.
0: Yeah, for sure. We've all been waiting for this James Harden. But I think as far as the Sictors um uh, as far as offensively I think their game plan is because James Harden and Joel Embiid run the pick and roll so good and Joel Embiid posts up and I'm sure you saw on multiple back-to-back possessions that James Harden would give him kind of a lob pass and let him work in the paint and he babies the defender I mean he usually gets like I saw Kyle Lowry's not playing I wouldn't yeah Kyle Lowry is not playing the hamstring tightness or something yeah I think I think it is yeah Mm -hmm. he's not playing so he's kind of I mean, it didn't really make a difference. Yeah, it, he didn't did, really it didn't really make time. a difference. He's kind of been, yeah, disappearing. He's kind of been irrelevant. Uh, he scored six points last game. Last uh, two games. Yeah, I, I mean, he he does his role. He facilitates. But, yeah, I mean, he really hasn't been too much of an impact offensively. So, with him out, isn't that much big of a deficit. But, yeah, Miami's going to need some people to turn up. But I think we're just going to come in for vengeance, man. We're going to change this series and take it in six, dude.
1: <laughs> Who'd they, um, who did they, uh, they start the first two games? Was that Gabe Vincent for –
0: Kyle Lowry. Yeah, Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
1: he'll probably start Gabe tonight.
0: Vincent. Yeah, yeah. He kind of got some playing time uh last game too, Gabe Vincent. But I think he got in some early fail trouble because they were calling back to back fouls on him. So yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. They they had a lot of people in fail trouble the other night. Bam, PJ Tucker, yeah. Struce. Struce fouled out. Dude, yeah, PJ so.
0: Tucker, man. Can we just talk about him real
1: I, quick? I don't even want to talk about him. He's an old man. I don't like him. <laughs> like he's dude. annoying. He's that he is. That dad that you see at the basketball court that gets annoyed at every single little thing.
0: Right, 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 dude. He just you know obviously he brings in that veteran leadership. You know he he's been there, he's experienced, he got chips before. Uh, you know when he played on Milwaukee, uh, and you know stuff like that. And you and know he pe- played his role great in my Mi- and Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, yeah, and he's playing his his role great too in Miami. But you know he's just that spot up guy in the corner. He usually hits yeah, it like yeah. I don't know how it goes in, but dude, he always. He's like a pet Bev, man. He's like a dog. He 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 gets under the player's skin. He's a great player to have if he's on your team, but if you're playing against him, you hate him, man, because he just you know mentally kind of messes with our player's mm-hmm. head, man. He gets under your skin. I mean, I noticed that, but yeah, he just he he, he gets entangle- entanglements way too much, man, and you know yeah yeah he irks me sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. But, yeah, I don't I don't like PJ Tucker at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let's kind of talk about I- I'm sure you saw the memes and I'm sure you saw it surface on Twitter. They were talking about it on TNT show, uh, Shaq and Charles Barkley. That 76ers fade who was slumped.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: <dude>. <laughs> My- <laughs> That was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Dude, he's got front row he, tickets. He said, he, he, said he was taking a little <sighs> cat nap. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I mean, what do you just think? We were going to pull away the dog. How do I you mean, fall asleep with that loud of an arena? I know, dude. Like, that would wake me up, you know, without a doubt. When so I went it,
1: to Game 3, my ears were ringing. Huh? Yeah, I don't ears were ringing.
0: Yeah, the crowd was ecstatic. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, he's over there slumped. I mean, uh, Barkley was trying to say, like, he was drunk. I mean, I, I can I can ultimately assume that. Yeah, he probably has some bevs yeah. in him, but. But yeah, he was slumped courtside. I was like, "Wow, man!" I was like, "Dude, give me your seat." I watched the <laughs> yeah, game. Right. But yeah, right. a great seat too. Yeah, maybe he got comfortable and he was like, "Oh, we got the lead. Right. Oh, we're just gonna win." So he was like, "Let me rock out," you know. Yeah. <laughs> but so let's kind of go over to that MVP. So they snubbed our boy. They they snubbed our boy, Joe Embiid. bead. Sean, we knew we knew this was coming. You knew the NBA Atlanta- analytics. Hey, Philly, and it sucks that. The voting, the voting ended right before playoffs because not only can they not take in consideration that Joel Embiid is playing with three multiple injuries, being cleared with his concussion, right? So he's coming back, and you saw the change of the series just with his presence alone for the Sixers. And you know, I saw, I saw there's been a lot of topics up for discussion. Oh well, you know, he can get Finals MVP. No, this man was a scoring champion all throughout the regular season, man. And he was playing with that drama with Ben Simmons, and he really needed help, and we kind of got James Harden later in the season. So, Joel Embiid's been turn up all year. I don't know how Nikolai Jokic got it again, man. I really don't. It's all analytics, man. I mean, 40 most 40 in 10
1: games. Right. Led the league in scoring. Yep. First center to do it since Shaq. Yep. He's not the MVP. He what he had to go through this season. Nikola Jokic would not have been able to do what Embiid did. Embiid stayed no consistent way. the entire year. Yeah. The entire year he stayed consistent. What he had to go through, he played through it. He yeah, was he play, did. And what Maxie had to, when Maxie had to step up and be in that role, he had, to, he had a he had a he had a new point guard. He didn't have Ben Simmons anymore. He had to adjust to it. Yeah. And we got James Harden later into the season. I mean, what? And I don't understand how he could not win MVP. I mean.
0: It's it's unbelievable, right? I don't understand either, Sean. I mean, I, NBA analytics—they just hate Philly, they man. Do. It's just—they it, do. It, it I was really
1: like, surprised when Harper won
0: MVP. Yeah, I was really surprised, too. I didn't, I didn't think they think, were going to give it to him. I knew
1: he deserved it, but I didn't think they were going to give it to
0: us yeah. because of analytics. Yeah, analytics. They don't they, like Philly. Yeah, they just, they just hate Philly. I don't know what it but, is. I mean, but
1: but this is going to this is gonna motivate my MVP to yeah. go get that title right now. And
0: you know what Nikolai Jokic is doing? He's sitting at yeah, home buffet. stuffing <laughs> his face. Yeah, he's sitting at home eating a buffet. He's stuffing his face on that couch. And, oh.
1: and honestly, if MB wasn't going to win it, I'd rather have Giannis won it. I mean, yeah, I'd rather Jokic didn't do that. anything special more special this year than he did
0: last year to win it. So I don't – they just give him so much credit because he's playing without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter. Exactly. Like I understand. Like Bubble Murray, one 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 hit wonder guy hit right wonder, there. Yeah, in the bubble. Like what? Jamal Murray has talent. We obviously know that. But yeah, he was a different breed exactly. in the bubble. He, he wasn't.
1: But, he wasn't crazy last year when like after the bubble. Yeah, after the bubble. Michael yeah. Porter
0: Jr. has barely played in the NBA. Yeah, he's always injured. Yeah, he's always hurt. Yeah. So you know, even with it Michael Porter Jr. Difference. and Jamal Murray's presence, if they were to come back, I mean. I really don't think it's too much, but they get—they get
1: the three seed and they're eliminated again. It doesn't make any difference. They're I not know. going anywhere.
0: Yeah. They give Nikola Jokic way too much credit, man. They... Like
1: he—he led them to a six seed. If he led them to a first seed, sure, give him the MVP. Yeah, he yeah. led them to a six seed, and yeah. he got eliminated first round.
0: Yeah, but like we said, you know. Our, uh, our MVP is still in the playoffs, you right. know, just his presence is changing this Miami series, so, you know, un- unfortunately, you know, he got snubbed, but, you know, our MVP is playing, and Nikolai Jokic is at home stuffing his face right. on the couch. I mean, that's just, exactly. you know, that, that that is what it is, so, Sean, I kind of want to talk about that Boston and uh, Milwaukee Bucks series, so... What's your uh, What's your insights on it, what man? What a series, man. man what this, a series. This, Big this, L? Big L slamming get. on Giannis?
1: <laughs> Once Giannis stared him down. Yeah, stared him down. Yeah, Big L looked back. at him, and he was like, all right. He was yeah. like, all
0: right, bet. <laughs> yeah, you had to get him back. I I mean, Big L turning up for the Boston Celtics, man. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't even think about that, dude. Didn't like, do any of this for Philly, though. Yeah, didn't do any of this for Philly, yeah. But he, uh, L. Hofer's been solid all year for Boston, uh, but He's turning up extremely for for Boston, man. This year in the playoffs, I mean, oh my gosh! I mean, dude, I did not think he was gonna dunk on Giannis like that. Yeah, him awesome. and
1: him and Jason Tatum both with thirty points. Yeah, Jason
0: Tatum. Yeah, Deuce's got to be proud with Jason mm. Tatum's performances, man. For sure. But, but yeah, I mean, uh, do you know what the series is now? Two it's, to two to two. It's heading back to Boston. Two to tomorrow two night. heading back to Boston. Okay. Yeah. So I think I know. I talked about this on uh, like two episodes ago on the podcast. I was taking the Bucks. Uh dude, this is a little tough now. I don't
1: know. It's going back to Boston. It's two to two. I I'm still taking the bucks on this one. And then it goes to Milwaukee for game six and yeah, then it goes back six. to Boston for game seven. Yeah, game so, seven if there's a
0: game seven. Yeah, so so listen, um,
1: listen, listen. LeBron beat Boston in game seven. Giannis could be game could beat Boston in game yeah, seven. He can. Yeah, I he believe, can. I believe I yeah. believe
0: so. I mean that Boston, that, that Boston Arena is is going to be. They're crazy. missing
1: Chris Middleton a lot
0: too. Yeah, they are. Yeah, extremely. They're and, missing Chris Middleton.
1: And if we, if the Sixers were to go to the Eastern Conference Finals, I probably, you can call me crazy. I probably would want to play the Bucs more because I feel like Boston always just they're just in our head. They just have real <laughs> estate. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I'd rather play Milwaukee, too. And I know it's kind of an upside. You know, people would be like, oh, wouldn't you rather play Boston? But, yeah, I would rather play Milwaukee. Yeah, I just think. I
1: feel like we match up better against
0: Milwaukee. Yeah, against Milwaukee, yeah. And uh, what's call it called? Yeah, I I, think I'm just going to take the Bucks in this one, man. It definitely, you know, probably going seven. And I think the yeah. are going to pull it out. Yeah. Um, What about that Golden State game last night? That was nuts. Oh, my gosh. That was a
1: crazy Golden State game last yeah. night.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. Trading
1: back and forth buckets. Curry yeah. going off pool making some clutch buckets i mean dude hit two half court memphis had two half court shots in that game too yeah. they went at the buzzer in the fourth and then yeah. won at the buzzer at so memphis time. still has Jai out, right memphis had yeah. out last night and they played great yeah i mean and you saw that their record was 20 and 4 without Ja or something yeah. like that yeah so People believe that Memphis is a better team without John Moran. It's crazy to think that.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely is crazy. Yeah, I think, you know. So, what's the series now with Memphis and, and Warriors? Golden State's up 3-1. 3-1, yeah. So, you know you know I mean. It's going
1: back to I Memphis. Going back to Memphis. And I believe
0: that the Warriors close it out in Memphis. Yeah, yeah. I think the Warriors can close it out in Memphis. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, let's kind of shift our focus over to the Suns uh, with that altercation. What a series this is, too. Yeah, what a series that that is. But, you know, the son's altercation with, with Chris Paul's family. That that fan, that scrawny white kid man putting <laughs> his hands putting his hands on Chris Paul's mom and Chris Paul saying, you know, in the huddle, Oh, wait, wait, I'm gonna see you later. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I feel for Chris Paul. I mean, you know, anybody threatens my mom or family in general, you know, I'm I'm right there, you know, especially if I'm playing professionally basketball, you know what I mean? Like you don't do that. You don't do that, like that is unsportsmanlike that that is not right you know what I mean that's disrespectful so you know but I saw the kid it was some scrawny white kid I was like Psh, what, what is this guy doing he can't even hurt a bird yeah. come on man like get him out of here so but yeah what a series that that is coming to be yeah I mean, two to two going back to Phoenix now yeah I mean Luka Doncic is unbelievable Luka man Luka Doncic is unbelievable man he's just oh my gosh he's pulling tricks out of his bag Luka magic he's unbelievable he's a wizard he definitely is a wizard but Chris Paul has been turning up, man. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. On the offensive end, Chris Paul has been that guy. He has been rough, turning up. Rough game four for him
1: though. Yeah, rough game I four. I think he only had like out. six yeah. points or something. And he yeah. failed
0: out. So yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, he's he he has been uh, a big big talent. What do you on the offensive what do you
1: um end. see from the series? You think it's going maybe seven, or you <sighs> think that Phoenix takes the next Phoenix takes the next two, or maybe Dallas takes the next two? Never I'm gonna know.
0: say I'm gonna go on a limb and I'm gonna take Phoenix taking the next two. I'm going to go with Phoenix and seven. Phoenix and seven? Okay, yeah, it's definitely up in the air. You know, it can go either way for sure. But, yeah, I'm going to take Phoenix on this one just because they're more experienced. And, you know, I think Devin Booker, DeAndre uh, DeAndre Ayton, and Chris Paul are going to turn around like they always do, and you're going to have guys step up like Mikkel Bridges and, you know, can't forget about Jay Crowder. The Phoenix Suns are a deep team too, man. I mean, they got, you know, it's a, a tremendous team, and they're, their bench isn't yeah. even bad.
1: Yeah, their bench is deep, and their starters are really
0: good. So yeah, like Payne, they're all around a great team. Payne being the backup point guard, he really isn't bad. Like yeah, when he, he really was having is. starting minutes when Chris Paul was out. I mean, he's really not that bad. I mean, he's he's pretty good, man. He can hit threes and he can facilitate. You know, play that point guard role.
1: So the Trailblazers, let's talk about a little off season team. They okay. just popped up as a potential landing spot for Zach
0: Levine this for summer. For Zach Levine, he's a free Portland? agent, I believe. Yeah, for Portland, yeah, I saw what a lot you, of rumors. What do you I, think about that, Damian Lillard and Zach Levine? Ah, that would that would be a huge dynamic duo. I mean, Damian Lillard needs it. I be mean, a pretty pretty solid backcourt. Yeah, without a doubt. My only thing would be with Damian Lillard. How is he going to come off with uh, being out for so long? You know, well, he's definitely going to have to have a bounce back, and obviously, yeah. he can do that. You Hopefully,
1: know? he has a lot of time this summer to just rehab and just get get himself right and back into that form that he was. I yeah, mean, he was he was unbelievable. Yeah.
0: But honestly, I mean, I mean, if you're Zach, I mean, do you really want to leave Chicago? I don't know. I mean, all those people really like Demar Derozan
1: just signed for you. I mean, yeah, Alex Caruso, I mean, Lonzo just... Ball. I mean, they have a pretty solid team. Alex Caruso was hurt basically all most of the yeah. season, and Lonzo Ball was hurt most of the season. So yeah,
0: so so if you're Zach Levine, I mean, do you really want to maybe, leave Chicago? Maybe 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 you try to run it back or something. I don't maybe know. You try to run it back a year, yeah, and then. Well, yeah, I mean... Well, I mean, he's
1: probably going to get a big contract, so wherever he signs, he's going to sign for, Oh yeah, for probably like four or five. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. But, yeah, I saw a lot of trade rumors. Uh, I know you sent me the picture where he had a San Antonio Spurs jersey on. Hey. Dude, if he went to San Antonio, oh, my gosh. Dude, him and DeJounte Murray, forget it, man. Forget it. San Antonio would be a completely different team. Completely different team because San Antonio has all that young talent and then bring Zach Levine. I mean, with DeJounte Murray, pff, I mean... That, that that team would be phenomenal. It really would. And then him going under the wing of Greg Popovich, you know, one of the best coaches in the NBA, you know. So, you know, but yeah, if I'm Zach, I really got to take into consideration, do I want to leave Chicago because they made all these offseason moves for me? You know, they acquired Vucevic, they acquired uh, Caruso, Lonzo Ball. Uh, you know, Demar Derozan. So they picked up all these players, and you know, if 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 I'm Zach, I mean, I might want to run it back. Yeah, right. I may want to run it back. I might just give it a shot. Yeah. So so Sean, let's go over to some MLB, some baseball. Let's kind of talk about the Phils. They're bad batting, bad a Swing. They've been getting hot, you know. So uh, they beat the the Mariners. Mariners, yeah, yeah, the Mariners, Uh, they beat them nine nothing, nine nothing. Way and, to get it up. And Billy. the Mariners are a pretty solid team. Yeah, they are a pretty solid team. Yeah, our records are kind of similar. Uh, the Mariners thirteen and seven, we're thirteen to sixteen. Uh, Ranger Suarez pitched. He he pitched pretty good. Uh, six inning pitch. Uh, I believe he had seven. Yeah, seven strikeouts. Uh, and yeah, our batters really been getting hot, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, Castellanos, it, what a night yeah, from Castellanos. him, last night. Yeah, I've been seeing yeah notifications on my yeah. MLB app. Uh, just, just with Nick Castellanos yeah, just back, Castellanos and back. yeah, popping and JT. Up. I saw JT. JT had, uh, had, what did he have? He had two RBIs and he had two hits. Man, I mean, yeah. JT, he's been, he's been getting hot and and
1: hopefully that home run from Reese Hoskins last night gets him going because he's been in a slump lately.
0: Yeah, I, I, I heard that sparse him off yeah. too. And Reece. Gene
1: Segura staying hot. Gene Segura, yeah, staying hot. He hasn't
0: staying hot. Yeah, and then Bryce Harper contributing. Uh, you know, he got everybody he, swung last night and what? it was great. Yeah. Everybody yeah. contributed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you had um, and Adu- they had
1: solid pitching all around.
0: Yeah, you had Adubal Herrera who got two hits. Uh, you got that young kid Stott. He had, uh, I did. He, he I remember him him doing something. Uh, but he, he, what do you think about Stott? I really like him, man. I I, I like Stott too. Yeah. I
1: think that he has a lot of potential, and they the Phillies have to keep him up in the big leagues. Don't keep. Taking him down into the
0: minor leagues, yeah, don't away. Take him down the minor Just leagues. keep him
1: Dad. up in the big league. I mean the guy's gonna be a stud.
0: Yeah. And um Alec Boom's kind of been uh turning around a little bit. He's kinda been getting a hot bat. Kind of Alec,
1: Alec Boom has been hot since they since he said that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since yeah, yeah. since those reports came out, yeah, that he hated Philly. Uh but yeah, Sean. I mean, um It was a it was a great game from them in the doubleheader, the first doubleheader.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah. solid game from them. They won that one and then lost the second one, but Came out on Monday night against the Mariners and got it done. Got it done. Got Nine it done. Nothing, they got an- another one tonight. Then we head off to L.A., I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a huge, huge series. So yeah, going to L.A. You got to get these wins against
1: the Mariners because yeah. LA, L.A. is a
0: really good team. Yeah, you do have to get the win against the Mariners. Uh, yeah, because L.A. is a good team. And I know you brought up a uh, statistic with Mike Trout. Uh, what was that statistic, Sean? That um, he, uh, he uh, had the most – he just
1: um, hit the most home runs. Home in runs in Ana- the stadium. Anaheim Stadium, yeah. Wow,
0: yeah, Mike Trout, man. I mean, goat. Yeah, is the goat. Yeah, coming off that injury, I mean, dude, I would love if it came to Philly. But, I mean, I don't know what we'd have to give away, but I would love if Trout came to Philly, man. <laughs> so uh, I, I. Listen, Mike Trout came to Philly. <laughs> I know, I know. So, Sean, let's kind of talk about um, – the moves with the Eagles kind of shift our focus over to a little football. Birds. Yeah, the birds. Let's kind of shift our focus over to some football. Let's talk about I am it. hype. Yeah. I'm hype. I'm
1: hype for the season, 2 I'm ready I for it I really Dana. just want the season to start now. This this Galen is a Harris. solid team that Howie
0: Roseman put together. Yeah. Ha- dude, shout out to Howie, man. Shout out to Howie. Dude, the off-season moves have been a. phenomenal. A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, Jordan dude. Davis. Yeah.
1: Like, what, a, what a draft. What a draft by Howie Roseman. The Eagles are such a better team. I mean, they got an A-plus grade from May yeah. for the NFL draft. I mean, boy, yeah, they what did an a off, phenomenal job. What an offseason this is. I'm very hyped for this season, and I think the I think the Philadelphia Eagles can win the NFC East. And I think having A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, I mean, it's going to help Hurts a lot. And I think A.J. Brown and Hurts, they're going to be developed really good together. And Devontae, Devontae Smith being wide receiver too, now he's able to go up against – uh, their cornerbacks the second yeah. second string quarterback mm-hmm. so it's good for them to it's good for him to actually be able to not face the cornerback one and go up against the tough competition
0: yeah i completely agree sean and i love Devonte smith man dude he, he's got such young talent uh and you know you got to take into consideration J- jason kelsey i know we say this every year but he's coming back for another year mm-hmm. and you can't forget about fletcher cox mm-hmm. i mean you know, they just bring in that, that veteran leadership and their experience and dude I Healthy am, line too. Yeah, healthy line, yeah. That, that that's gonna be our biggest concern. Mm-hmm. Just health. Yeah. Just staying healthy. Like, you know, I, 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 that's And real. have
1: I'm getting Brandon Brandon Graham back too. He's yeah, Brandon kids. Graham, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh what's it called? But I'm ready for Hurts, man, like we said on the previous episode on the podcast. Hurts time to shine. Yeah, he was working with that QB coach and what, Callie? in yep. california yep. yeah so he's getting that arm ready man that long ball, ball away, is AJ be solid. Brown before before yeah. we traded for him yeah dude jalen hurts is ready he's he's going to be a big contributor for this philadelphia eagles team i'm ready for the season to start man i had back-to-back conversations with my brother he was so ecstatic on the job that Howie did dude mm-hmm. on on the offseason moves everybody should. i mean that was a great offseason by Roseman. it's great man and one I'm, of the best offseasons ever yeah yeah absolutely i completely agree sean like and I am so ecstatic for the, the the season just to start. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are just gonna come out and, you know, destroy the NFC East, you know? But uh but yeah, I, I love the moves that we made and you know, I, I I'm I'm ecstatic to see A. J. Brown play and I'm excited to see Jalen Hurts with that long ball. I know there's been a lot of controversy around Jalen Hurts saying that he couldn't throw the long ball and you, you, you gotta you gotta give him credit, man. He he went up against Tom Brady. Yeah, you know, right. I mean it was here.
1: his first it was his first Full season as a starter. I mean, he was going up against the greatest of all time. I mean, it was just his first year. You can't judge him off that. I mean, this is his second year. He's ready to shine. He's got some weapons. Let's go, Hurts. Yeah, he he
0: does have the weapons around. So you know, I'm I'm ready to see Jalen Hurts. I'm ready to see Jason Kelsey. You know, Jason Kelsey's a dog. He doesn't miss, man. I I, I love his attitude. I I, I love his sportsmanship. You know I mean? He doesn't miss, man. He plays two injuries. He wraps stuff up. And, you know, he goes out and gets the job done. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's that's why we love Jason Kelsey. And we love, you know, the Eagles. I'm ready and, for the uh, season. Yeah, we're, we're, we're ready for the season. And, uh, you know, we're ecstatic. Then go Birds! And, you know, just, just wanted to give a shout-out to... To the Sixers game, that's going to be popping off tonight. 7 o'clock game, right, Sean? 7.30 game. Yeah, 7.30 game. Okay. Yeah, so like we said, we think it's going to be a big dub, you know, coming coming to Miami. And, you know, Joel Embiid is coming out with vengeance. Miami's Uh, the favorite in this game. I don't know how Miami's the favorite. I I, I mean, I get it. I mean, I guess they're home. I guess they're home. Yeah, give give them a little, you know, credit. You know, cut them some slack. But, I mean... You know, I, I'm, I'm taking Philly in this because, I'm, you know, Joel Embiid's mad he didn't get MVP. I'm taking and, Philly as well. Dude, if I'm on Miami, if I'm on Miami side of things, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little scared. I'm nervous for what Joel is going to come and, you know, do in my stadium because, you know, he's made about that MVP. So, you know, shout out to the Sixers. Uh, it's going to be a huge dub tonight. Sean, any predictions on what the score is going to look like? I'm not sure what the score is gonna look like,
1: uh, cause it's been it's been different all series. Kind of series. been like a low scoring yeah, game. Yeah, it's been low scoring uh, game games. Yeah. I'm gonna take the Sixers. I believe that they win by at least maybe four or five points.
0: Maybe four or five points. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the limb. I'm gonna say we beat Miami by eight. Eight. We beat Miami by eight points. Uh, kind of a higher scoring game. Uh, maybe in like the higher hundreds, maybe like one ten area. Uh, you know, because Game Four was kind of low-scoring game, mm-hmm. uh, but but yeah, kind of in the one tens area. I think that Joel Embiid is going to spark it up tonight. I'm going to say he probably has at least twenty to twenty-five points. I'm going to expect James Harden to have at least somewhere in the twenties, because uh, you know he's hyped and he's bringing that bringing that offensive power that he had in Game Four, and you know that I I believe it sparked sparked the beard up, man. I believe it did. You know I, his his performance in Game Four. I hope his confidence is back. Yeah, I I, I think it is, Sean. So that has that has been Thread the Needle podcast episode eleven. Hope you guys have a good one. Go Sixers! Go Sixers!